Welcome to the Nursey Connect podcast. My name is Ava Fay. I am the Chief Executive and Founder of the Remote Nurse Staffing Agency, Nursey Connect. In today's episode, we'll be talking about inpatient virtual nursing. I know this is y'all's favorite. Y'all love this so much. So I had to go grab me an inpatient virtual nurse. That is not me. <laughs> to talk about their experience. So we do have a guest today. I'll let her introduce herself. Welcome to the show, Sydney. Hello, everybody. I am Sydney. I am so glad and so honored to be on Nursey Connect. Thank you for having me, Ava. Yes, thank you for coming on, Sydney, y'all. And she's got her baby with her three months. So if you hear a little cooing and kind, just know she got that baby on her, okay? <laughs> All right, so let's get right into the episode, okay? So, Sydney, can you share your nursing experience, like how you got from in-person nursing to remote nursing. So let's just start there. Of course. So I'll just give a little bit of background about my nursing beforehand. I've been a nurse for about two and a half years now. ICU is my background, which I really feel like that kind of helped me leverage and dip into the remote virtual world. I wouldn't say that's the only way you can get in, but I feel like I was able to kind of you know, play off of those ICU skills that I have. Um, I will say that getting into virtual nursing, a lot of that came from my own research and being on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, groups, things like that. And Ava is actually one of the people that inspired me on social media. I saw her posting and everything um, and I connected with her and, you know, things just took off from there. Yes, y'all, networking to get remote positions is a must because who you know is going to help you get placed, okay? So um, you got into inpatient virtual nursing. Um, do you kind of remember the interview process? What was that? Was that like um, the questions they asked you, things like that? I do remember slightly some of the questions they do ask. I will say it's pretty similar to if you were you know, in the hospital and interviewing for a floor position in terms of the skills that you have. Are you are you a team player? Um, are you able to, you know, work around change? But also they do ask, have you worked remotely before? You know, because it is a different kind of work environment um, and they want to be sure that you have the space for it as well as the mental capacity because it is very different. Um, and you just have to be able to kind of that's just another type of nursing. You have to be able to kind of go with the flow and that. Other than that, I would say the questions were pretty standard. Um, and I think when you do go into the interview, it's really important for you to kind of think this is nursing. Nursing is the same all across the board. So just answer those questions as if you were interviewing for a floor position. The knowledge is still the same. So. Yeah, I kind of remember in my inpatient virtual nursing interview, they just asked me, like, it was very technology forward. So they kept asking me things like, have yes. you ever worked with Epic? Have you ever worked with Cerner? Like, you know, making sure I understood how to use those EMRs because I do use them every single day. And sometimes I'll use Epic one hour and then I'm on Cerner the next hour, like, because that's just the way, that's just the flow of virtual nursing. But um, I doubt those questions did stand out to me. So I do remember that in my interview. Now, Sydney, 
Um, when you started working as an inpatient virtual nurse, what did you think of the role? I know it's kind of a newer role in nursing. It's not something we were trained to do in nursing school. Right. So how did you feel when you got into the role and when you start doing the work? I think virtual nursing is a blessing to nurses on the unit. Um, and I wish I could, and maybe one day I will be able to experience it being on the floor, being on the other side. However, I think giving that assistance to that nurse, because we know we worked on the floor, we know how difficult it can be, all of the things you have to do. And yeah, 12 hours is a long time, but we have multiple patients in different things you got to put in hierarchy and all of that stuff. It gets real overwhelming. So I think even simple things like admissions, that can really put a dent in your day and push you back. So, you know, having an inpatient nurse help you with an admission, doing skin checks, that helps a lot, you know, because you do have to have that second RN or just that buddy to say, okay, yeah, I did check the skin. They didn't come in with any wounds or their skin looked nice or whatever. You know, it is nice just to have that because sometimes pulling your buddy from the left and right of you isn't ideal either. If I'm running around, my neighbor's probably running around too. Um, so I really think, yeah, virtual nursing is... <laughs> It's not what I expected, and I don't think a lot of people still understand the concept of it until you're in the position, um, but I definitely think it's a game changer, and I think a lot of hospitals are kind of getting on it and starting to kind of adapt that, and which I think they should. I feel like it will help with nurse burnout as well as just a nice collective work environment for us and them on the floor. Yeah, so I can relate to that, Sydney. When I started working as a virtual nurse or inpatient virtual nurse, and for the people listening that don't know what an inpatient virtual nurse is, it it's basically you're like a virtual resource nurse. So you have six main functions that you're responsible for. You do admissions virtually, discharge the patient virtually, you do clinical rounding, um, you do medication sign-offs, skin checks, and you mentor the nurses on the unit. Again, all this is fully remote, so there's cameras in patients' rooms, and that's how we're able to access the patients and do the virtual care, okay? So just to clear that up for the people that are like, what are y'all talking about? That's what we're talking about. And so when I started working in virtual nursing, too, I noticed, I'm like, this is not only helping the patients, but the nurses. Like, I was reading a white paper the other day on virtual nursing. It was saying at UPMC, in a 16-month span, the virtual nurses did, like, 1,600 discharges. Same as the, the saving the bedside nurse 19 days of work. I was yeah. like, wow, that is a lot. I know. And they didn't even have to be present in the room. So when Sydney said this is a game changer, that's what she's talking about. Like the discharge, same thing for the admission. You get an admit, right? Um, now all you have to do as the in-person nurse is make sure your patient is stable. And then you call the virtual nurse. Hey, I got a new admit in room. 732 and you go in there and you do the whole admission virtually it is like Sydney said it's going to change the way we deliver care um, as nurses and how our patients receive care now I haven't been on the other side like Sydney said I've only been the virtual nurse doing the care um, and not the bedside nurse working with the virtual nurse but we're going to bring another guest on to talk about that because that's another layer of it but yeah so virtual nursing that's what we're talking about when we start talking about that so Sydney do you think, well, let me back up, cut. Oh, right here. 
what type of patients did you see when you were working as an inpatient virtual nurse? Oh, so I worked in the ICU and I will say I saw very sick patients, of course. I was in the MICU, so the medical ICU. And a lot of the patients, it would be respiratory patients um, and cardiac patients. So a lot of your normal ICU patients you'll see that maybe didn't do very well in surgery. Those were the type of patients that I was seeing. Okay. Did they ever call you to like verify any of the, or help titrate any of the drips or anything like that? Yes, they did. They did that as well as verifying um, on the uh, cut. I can't think of the um, the machine that they hook the patients up when they intubate them. What is this? The ventilator. Yes. Okay. Restart. <laughs> <laughs> restart. So they also not only did they, you know, call us to verify and titrate some of the drips, but also the ventilator, we were supposed to just verify the ventilator settings um, in comparison with the vitals as well, just to make sure that they were consistent with what was ordered. See, that's nice, y'all. That is so nice to have another nurse doing that for you because like Tini said earlier, like sometimes you have to prioritize prioritize certain tests at the bedside and sometimes you just don't get to certain things. Um, but having the virtual nurse or having that extra person just to just to look at it for you. You really have to be in the room just to look at it and let you know, you know, what's going on with your patient. That is beautiful. Yes. So, and I'll also add, Ava, that, yeah. you know, in ICU, most of the time you only have two patients, but when you have them both on ventilators or whatever, CRT or whatever heavy dialysis, that's a lot. And somebody's life is on the line on any unit, right? But ICU is just really critical. So I think the ICU nurses probably really appreciate that just verifying those settings that's something very small i know they still do it but just to have this second check it's just safety across the board yeah um and it's interesting to hear your perspective because i've only been on the med surge side so i've only seen like your standard med surge patients um so to hear you talk about the icu it's like okay that's exciting because um, virtual nursing, it's going to get to the point where it does branch off into specialties. So mother, baby, PACQ, OR, L&D. I think we had a few in the emergency room, I think. But so far, it's like heavy in the like high turnover areas like med surge, ICU, and the ED. So um, it's very exciting to hear that it's like starting to branch out. That's very cool to me. So Sydney, what was your work-life balance life when you started working um, as an inpatient virtual nurse? How did it change? Was it good, bad? I will definitely say working remotely changed. First of all, <laughs> going from nursing on the floor to working remote in general changed my life because I was working night shift, 312s, ICU. I mean, dead tired. You know, yeah, you have the rest of the week to do what you want, but the mental and physical stress you go through kind of, you know, it's just when you do come home, sometimes you bring work home. You don't want to do anything, you know, whether that's spilling to your personal life. I didn't really like that. Um, but, you know, starting to work 
remotely and still being able to use my nursing degree definitely changed how I felt about nursing in general. Um, I feel like my work-life balance, now that I do have a newborn, it I am so grateful for remote nursing, virtual nursing. Um, it's changed. I can be at home with my baby all day, every day. You know, I don't have to necessarily have to do the breakaway, you know, after maternity leave, go back to work. So it's been very nice. Um, I think you do have to be very diligent about getting out of the house and doing things, but I am a homebody, so I love it. The work-life balance is great for me. Yeah, I agree with you, Sydney. I'm grateful for the fact that like, there's not many professions out there that offer the 312s remote. So nursing right. is eaten on that aspect. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was such a game changer after I had my daughter. She was about eight months when I started working from home. And, you know, working three days, I was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to be able to do this? But then when I had, like, the four to eight days off, I was like, oh, yeah, I can I can have her at home and yeah. work, um, help, have family help. Like, this is so doable. Um, I It might be a little bit challenging if you're working five days a week, try to have your baby instead of the three. So, but, yeah, and I also agree, like, it changed the way I view nursing. I've been a nurse for three years, too. So it changed the way, like, like I said, virtual nursing was not a part of our training in nursing school, y'all. Like, this is still something that is being studied and developed. And mm -hmm. I hope it gets out real fast. Um, it's going to be a way to retain nurses. And, like, when after I stopped working on the floor, I was like, is this all nursing is? Like, I did all of this to feel this tired. Like, I was just so discouraged. And then when they were talking about it, looking for virtual nurses, I was like, I don't care what it is. Let me try it. I don't know. <laughs> let, let me yeah, let me get out of there. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Like now my eyes are wide open on what nursing can be and what I should feel like when I'm working as a nurse, you know. And I really, really do enjoy virtual nursing. I think all nurses need to try it really seriously. <laughs> um, I mean, I created a whole business around it. Like I absolutely love virtual nursing. I think it is it's awesome. I know you're asking. I know you're asking me questions, but I have a question for you. Yeah. So, do you think that you would ever go back to the floor, or would you do PRN? See, now that's a good question because hospitals are trying out this hybrid model where you work a few shifts virtual and you work one shift at the bedside. I would definitely do that if I knew I could work a shift, a couple shifts virtual, and a shift at the bedside. I think I could survive. Bedside nursing. Oh, yes. for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think I would survive. But for right now, with my baby being the size she is, cool. um, yeah, I need I need this in my life. And you know what? It was the best feeling about having this job. I the fact that I didn't know it existed and it just kind of like walked up on me like at the right time in my life. It just and that's the good thing about nursing, like you can really tailor it to what you need it to be instead of like the other way around. And not a lot of professions, you can do that. You can just um, mix and match what you want. But that is the cool thing about nursing. And so yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I might go back if they put if they pull that out. But just straight bedside full time. Absolutely not. Never again in life. Mm -mm. <laughs> And, you know, this is going to get into our next segment, but the fact that I was making what I was making working in the hospital, working from home, I was like, oh, oh, what's up? Y'all, y'all cannot, y'all cannot see me in that hospital for $27, $28, $29, $30, dollars when they were offering $31. And I'm like, that's what they offered me to work in the hospital. I was like, I'm not going back. I can't go back. 
I agree. And being from Texas, that's about, you know, what they want to start you off unless you have like 10 plus years, because I, you know, have nursing friends who are, who've been nurses for many different years. I mean, longer than I've been a nurse and they're wanting to offer you $30 an hour to slave on the floor for 12 hours. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Yeah. And it's like, like, when, I, when I saw that, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go. I saw, I was looking on Glassdoor and it was saying a nurse with eight years of experience made like $80,000 or something like that. I'm like, eight years, almost a decade. And y'all capping them at 80K? Oh, no. Oh, no. So I was like, Oh my gosh. I know. And I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to do overtime because, and this is off of schedule, off of, you know, anything that we're supposed to be talking about. Um, But I do want to say, I feel like people think nurses make so much money. And ideally, yes, but I feel like you either have to have the experience or you have to be traveling. And it's not right, you know, and I feel like, you know, the schooling we go through, the testing we go through, the training we go through, I feel like everybody should be started really $40 an hour. I don't care where you are. I really do feel like you, it's a lot. And to, you know, some people who feel like they have to pick up these shifts, four days a week, five days a week, you're missing out on the beauty of having three days a week job, you know? And I know a lot of people who pick up weekly just to keep up what they have at home. And I really do hate that. I really do. But like you said, you can pay the same thing, base pay here, working remote, virtual versus on the floor. Yeah, you got to pay me a lot more money to get me back. And I'm going to take it every time, you know, when I post these videos on TikTok and I'm talking about, you know, why I don't want to do bedside nursing and things like that. You know, people, they they ask about, you know, what about your nursing skills yep. and things like that. And, you know, I'm, I just feel like I'm not being compensated accordingly in the hospital anyway mm-hmm. for all, like you said, all the training that we had to go through, the debt some of us had to take on to get mm-hmm. to that point, you know, um, and if I do decide to go back up to the floor, you know, they'll be there when I need them. But at this time, I'm just like, I know how to be the best virtual nurse on the planet. Okay. <laughs> and that's what I would keep doing until I can't do it anymore. It's keeping me in nursing. I would say that virtual nursing has kept me in nursing. Um, and that's really what inspired me to start the staffing agency too, because I know there's a thousand, probably millions of nurses that felt like I felt or feel like we feel as far as slaving on the floor and then just like you said, not even enjoying having a job that's three days a week, having to pick up, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Sydney, I really could talk about this all day. I know. <laughs> Cut me off. I really could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What were we talking about? We were talking about pay. Yes. We talked about pay a little bit. Um, now, did you, do you feel like you had to take a pay cut going from the floor to inpatient? I did. I did because I did before I started uh, virtual nursing, 
I was taking a local contract, so it was a little bit more pay. I was making about $50 base, and then you have the differentials on top. So I did take a pay cut. However, <laughs> my mental health is at 100% better working virtually. And I feel like that is the trade you give. And I understand, you know, bills have to be paid. I get that. And I understand that 100%. But just advice to anybody, when you are interviewing, just know and, and just be aware, it's either going to be what you're making, it's going to be about the same base pay, or it's going to be a little bit less. But you're in the comfort of your own home, you know, not having to leave, not having to, it's just, Going out, and it's like it's like not even a desk job, right? You go Monday through Friday, you sit down. No, we are on the floor going in these rooms a thousand times a day. Somebody's life is on the line every single day. That's enough stress in general to put somebody out of nursing. So either you can deal with that or you take the pay cut and be at home. So <laughs> exactly. Um, so when I decided, because I did take a little bit of a pay cut, but it's only because I was a float pool nurse and we were getting like a three dollar differential for okay. working, but I didn't want to be the float pool anymore. So I was gonna go down to what all the other new grads were making at the time, which was about thirty-two dollars, thirty-one, thirty-two dollars. And I was like, Well, when you really sum it up, it's really the same. So um, mm -hmm. but I did notice a change in some of my bills. My gas bill was number one. I lived 45 minutes away from the hospital I was working at, and I was probably spending like $60 a week in gas, $70. Um, so I cut that bill out. And then, of course, I was paying to park at the hospital every check. It was taking money out. It's crazy. For me to work <laughs> Yes. Um, so I noticed like that money, or I didn't realize how much of that parking bill was taking my check. So I stopped paying it. And then childcare, like not having to pay for childcare right now in the United States is huge because on TikTok the other day, I heard this girl say it's like the second leading, you know, the highest house bill or the highest cost for families today is just trying to find affordable childcare and it's steady going up. So I was like, I'm glad I had to cut that bill out because if I was working on the floor, I would have to put my daughter somewhere yes. um, because even though it's three days, I still need somebody to watch her for the three Right. Yeah. So, and they still gonna charge me like she going there five days a week. So, yeah. So I was happy that you know the pay cut it happened, but I also feel like it was a little bit of a balance for some of the expenses that I was cutting Absolutely. out. Would you say that's the same for you or different? No, I would agree for sure. Um, because I was driving maybe forty five minutes as well. And so now I probably put gas in my car every, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks. I don't know. It sits there. Exactly. Like, you know, it sits there. But I will also mention, I don't know what car insurance you have, but anybody out there who works remote, call your car insurance and they may lower your rate because you work from home. I got, um, Daiko. They Isn't might that? lower your rate. Because okay, I'm gonna have to make a note of that. Yes, I don't know what kind How of you know this? they would ask for. My mom told me this. I feel like older generation, mm. they just 
my mom told me that. So yeah. It don't hurt to ask. It doesn't. Yeah, but I heard um you can also write up your home office on your taxes. I learned about that last week. <gasps> See, I need to get an actual tax person. Yeah, so like the benefits. That's what I heard. Thank you. All right. That's what I heard. This is what I heard. I'm gonna try it out this year because I'm also running a business kind of in the same space. So let me see how that works. Let me know. But okay. I will let you know. Let's see. And then we kind of talked about nursing skills. Well, how do you feel the remote work has impacted your nursing skills? I kind of share my experience a little bit. How do you feel about it? Of course. I am PRN at a local hospital. I haven't started yet. I just got hired. However, I'm already having like PTSD flashbacks, like heart racing. Like I already don't want to go and pick up shifts. Um, but I did it just because I feel like I don't want to lose my skills. And I think that's a lot of people's fear. But also you have to remember these hospitals have PRN positions if you feel that way. But my primary income and my primary work is going to be remote virtual nursing. Um, but I'm also doing that because I'm considering going back to school. So I just want those clinical hours. However, I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't. <laughs> and I just got hired and it's so, it's so bad, but it's just, when you work from home, it's going to be tough to leave the house. Like it's so hard for me to even just go to the grocery store. I know that's bad, but I just love being at home all the time. But I think you gain a different kind of skill. I wouldn't even say a different kind of skill. I still feel like you're in the chart, you're charting, you, you're using your critical thinking skills like in the ICU. Um, sometimes when you video into the patient, um, they might look like they're in distress or maybe a piece from the ventilator is off or something of that sort. You know, you do get the chance to call that nurse and say, hey, you know, can you go in the room and just check on that patient? So you still kind of get the feel of being on the floor and being helpful. It is very different, but you're still practicing your nursing skill set, you know, and just in a different way. You're still charting. You're still looking at the vitals. You're doing admins, you know, you're talking to the patients, you're still in the atmosphere. So I feel like if you're okay with that, you'll be fine. Um, but I think a lot of people are hooked up on, oh, if you're not working on the floor, you're not a real nurse. No, I went to school. I took the NCLEX. I graduated. I am a real nurse. I'm not going to be slaved out just because of what society says. I think just do what's best for you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... Exactly. And me and Audrey talked about this on the last episode, too, just knowing that you're competent, you're qualified, no matter how you decide to use your license, as long as it's active at this point, baby, because we leak at nurses left and right. As long as your license is active and you are working, we are proud of you. You're doing great. OK, you're doing great. <laughs> so let's see. We talked about your nursing skills. Um, Cut. Ava, come on, get your life together. Let's see. We are talking about the interview, work-life balance. Okay. Now we're about to get into the wrap-up. Okay. 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 Sydney, what would you say the best part of being, what is the best part of being a nurse for you? 
Really great question. I will say I love the flexibility of nursing, which we kind of already touched on. Um, that's unmatched. It's not a lot of careers where you can switch up every year if you want to, but still be in that career. And you know what I mean? Nursing. If I want to be an LND nurse next year, I can. If I want to be an ICU nurse, I can. If I want to be a provider, get my MP. I can do that. Um, you want to work virtually, you can do that. You want to work insurance, you can do that. You want to be an NFL nurse, you can do that. Like you have so many different options to still be able to, you know, use that degree. So I love the flexibility of nursing. I love three 12 hour shifts. I'm sorry. I love it so much. I love having a weekday off because let me tell you, before COVID, I don't know, it's always people at the grocery store during the week now. But before COVID, going to the grocery store during the week or just doing anything during the week was amazing. Everybody was at work. It was just like, it's just God sent. You can just mosey around, pose around. Now it's like, I don't know, I guess everybody's remote. I don't know. <laughs> but I'll say just overall, Ava, the flexibility for sure. I love it so much. Yeah, the 312s, like, Honest to goodness, before I became a nurse, I did not know that they worked three days a week. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do nursing. You know, nurses work in a hospital and it's always open. So yes. like, it just didn't click with me. Yes. I can only work three days until I started working it. And I've been working 312 for the past three years. And seven to seven, I'm not mad at it. Like, Come on. <laughs> I'm not. Um, and then, yeah. like. <laughs> Um, right now, I'm still doing the self-scheduling, so I try to schedule myself three days in a row, and that way I can have like eight days off and then come back without using any type of paid time off, which is very nice, very, very nice. So yeah, I agree with you on the 312s um, and the flexibility, like you said. You said you're going back to school. What are you going back to school for? So ideally, when I started in ICU, I said, I'm going to be a CRNA. You cannot tell me otherwise. Ma'am, I started looking at what you needed to even apply. I'm good. It's already been five years since I've taken chemistry. I'm not taking that again. I'm not doing it. Shout out to the SRNAs and the CRNAs out there, but just where I am in my life. And too, if I really wanted it, I would do it. But I don't think I want it that bad. I was thinking either going back for informatics or my MP. I'm back and forth between those two. But I heard the nurses in clinical informatics are making six figures. That's what I heard. That's what I heard too. And they like doing consulting. Like I listened to a whole podcast about it. Like <laughs> they are getting to it. These nurses, yes. I don't know what all is required in the training. But good luck, Sydney. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's like we were like the same person because I wanted to be a CRNA too. I wanted to do ICU, uh, but I got skirted to med surge and I've been stuck in med surge for a while now. But um, I hit this virtual path and I was like, oh, come on. This might be for me. I might stay <laughs> right here. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely feel you on that. I was looking at CRNA schools, it was the money for me 300000 and then also, you know, nursing, you can apply for programs locally. Mm -hmm. You might have to uproot your whole life and family. 
Mm-hmm. I did see that too. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm ready for all that. The money's good, CRNA. It is. It's, oh, absolutely. It's very, very good. But the the sacrifice and it was the fact the money, like the money for me. Going back to school paying that much. No, thank you. Oh, good. Um, but like you said, shout out to all CRNAs because we need y'all. We need y'all. Yes. Um, what would you say to all the nurses listening to this podcast who aspire to work from home or to get into inpatient virtual nursing? Okay, I would tell them to keep going, stay persistent, mm-hmm. utilize all of your resources before you ask. There's nothing wrong with asking. Um, cause I feel like, you know, that one question that you pop might, you know, you can c- connect with someone and, you know, build relationships and connections that way. Absolutely. But I feel like it's really important for us to really utilize our resources. Like, I mean, take it as like full-time job, applying, revamping that resume a thousand, you might have to do it a thousand times. Use ChatGPT. I'm telling you, that there alone will help you with a lot of stuff. You have issues doing a cover letter. Type, help me write a cover letter for virtual nursing position. Boom. You don't, I mean, it's so easy. Like, just utilize your resources. I'll just say that much. And then just stay persistent. And even though you see on LinkedIn, I know it shows sometimes 100 people apply for this position. This is what I found out. A hundred people may have clicked the link, but not maybe a hundred people clicked the link and filled the application out. So I would say still apply and still go through with it. And the way you format your resume definitely matters. Um, I think they call it like ATS or some kind of AI tracking, um, but use a basic resume. You don't need colors. You don't need cursive. You don't need super basic, you know, just to get the job done and just connect and just, you know, just Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I mean, there's so many different resources out there. You can do it. You can do it. Well, thank you, Sydney, for sharing your experience and being on the show today. Again, my name is Ava. I'm the chief executive and founder of the remote nurse staffing agency, Nursey Connect. If you're looking for a remote nursing position, go ahead and click the link in the show notes to look at the Nursey Connect website. If you're an employer looking to staff remote nurses, click the link to check out the website. Now, for nurses that are interested in inpatient virtual nursing, I have created an overview or a guide that you can use to get a better understanding of the job description, what we practice as virtual nurses, kind of the pay. And I also included some hospitals that are rolling out their programs. So maybe you can apply to those if they're in your area. Again, my name is Ava Bethay. I'm the Chief Executive and Founder of the Remote Nurse Staffing Agency, Nursing Connect. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, y'all.